0: stand alone Do you stand alone i think we all
1: stand alone we all stand alone together now i'm davis i'm chance this is pod fast and pod furious we're standing alone side by side to review we're men apart the men who stand alone that's right the one man apart his name vin diesel vin diesel it's been a while since we've done a solo diesel Uh uh-huh solo diesel joint
2: what was the last diesel joint we did it might have been something last year yeah
1: i I can't even uh was it the pacifier whoa that seems way too far back that was back in like the summer wasn't it yeah let me check the vin diesel collection uh shit you might be no hold on pitch black
2: ah pitch black that's right
1: pitch black was our last halloween yeah yeah so, uh, we're back with Vin.
2: Welcome back, Vin. Welcome
1: back, Vin. Last week you heard uh, Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. This week you're hearing the Agata the, part, as I like to call it. Uh, as it should have been called on the poster. Agata part. Agata part. Uh, this was honestly the perfect precursor to Fast 4. It given, really given is. the content. Yep. I mean i'm just hanging just, out in mexico yeah, lots of mexicali uh,
2: some revenge some cartels some cocaine we're back and forth from la to mexico yeah. just like fast forward a
1: lot of like uh i honestly think donald trump might have seen this movie and like this inspired his the entire Wall? yeah yeah oh yeah they're talking about what is it, the corridor
0: or whatever Uh huh.
2: yeah the pacific moving drugs across the pacific corridor and See, so, yeah, I feel like this was probably more of what inspired the wall than Fast Four. If he had seen Fast Four, yeah. he'd be like, "Well, shit! Even mountains can't stop these smugglers. Right. They can just
1: drive fucking underground like a goddamn wacky racers cartoon off a of Cartoon Network." Yep. But in this one, man, I mean, this is this is some uh, some xenophobic stuff. This is uh, very
2: xenophobic. A uh, lot of racism. Oh yeah, a lot racisms, of homophobia.
1: Yeah, uh, so, like some weird ritual uh, horror elements yeah. to it towards the end. Yep. Um The music cues towards the end were, like, very odd. Oh, yes. Well, especially the song they end on, which is, like, for this revenge movie, and then they bust out this, like, lighthearted F. Gary Gray ditty. Yep. This was directed by our old pal F. Gary Gray, who directed, of course, The Fate of the Furious. Furious. He also did Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, He did Italian Italian Jobs, which we're going to have to cover at some point, because it's got Jason Statham's and Charlize Theron's, right? Uh Uh-huh. Got um, two for one special. Yeah, and a little most deaf, and a little our boy Marky Mark, who's honorary family. Yes, because we've done Max Payne, we've done Four Brothers now. Yep, we see a lot of Marky Mark. Got to add another Marky Mark. A lot of crossover. Marky the, gets the around. Friendly.
2: What if Mark Wahlberg was in like ten? What if he was the villain the for ten? Yep, bad the big bad. That would be awesome. Oh man, Vin Diesel versus Mark Wahlberg. <sighs> The raw masculinity would just—I'd be fucking—I'd be glued to my seat by my own semen. Two guys standing on top of apple boxes, Mm -hmm. staring each other down. Yep, trying to look taller than they is. Marky Mark flailing with his little T Rex arms. Gonna try and try and knock his fucking eye out like that Chinaman. Uh huh. Oh man, sorry, I'm a little uh. Uh, F
1: Gary Gray also did "Set It Off." He did "The Negotiator." Uh, Be cool oh okay the rock With the rock yeah. yeah uh law-abiding citizen jerry butler jamie fox yep. straight out of compton and uh, the upcoming men in black international which we'll cover for a mini oh that's f sure. gary gray yeah okay we'll have to do that for a mini so yeah i mean
2: i love me some some hemsworth and thompson uh, tessa thompson and uh <laughs> william neeson he's having a hell of a year <laughs> oh yeah he's uh by his own hand He's a, he was a man apart. He he really is. His friend
1: was r by a, a a Negro man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yep. And Liam Neeson became a man apart. Yep. Started walking around with a fucking stick or something.
2: Yep, some so kind of goddamn was, billy club shit. I was looking
0: for any any black savage to beat to death.
2: Yep, that's damn. That was a spot-on Neeson. Spot-on Neeson. Well, Liam walked in, actually. Just, <laughs> well, Liam's here. And you know, it's like the thing is about uh, Liam Neeson's whole spiel is... Uh, yes, that's my spiel. Yeah, your spiel. Yes. Um, you know, I got what you were going for about uh, how oh. we need to put aside, like, our hostilities and all this race oh. hostility. Thank you for
0: understanding that. But, man,
2: you really worded it piss poorly.
0: Well, I'm from Ireland, of course, where, you know, we... Do, we... There aren't too many black bastards walking around. <laughs> not many. Not not a lot of black bastards in our, our population, and uh, so you know I'm not used
2: to like your PC or any of that. So you basically had like a thirty three percent chance if you if you had found if a black man to like beat up. If I one black
0: bastard, he's probably one of the three that exist in yep. the countries and had done this sexual assault upon All my right. my good friend. All right, I'm off to promote uh, widows too. Nice, can't wait. Revenge, the revenge of
2: Liam's ghost. Thanks, Liam, and uh, show your dick in this one. Oh, will do. It's a big one. <laughs> Old Nessie's coming out of the burrow again. Uh, coming out of her swamp, <laughs> under I, a coral reef. I keep a GIF of your dick swaying uh, as you run through oh, sprinklers lo- on my lovely phone. Lovely to know. Yep. I don't know what a GIF is, but <laughs> sorry, just animated picture. Oh,
0: animations! I've done some voiceover work in my time. I believe it. Yeah, a take in the animated series coming to Netflix. <laughs> i'd watch that yeah i have a very particular set of skills one of them coming up with delightful children's drawings Mm-hmm. i do it in my spare time and hunting down big black bastards and hunting down black bastards i was hunting down a black bastard the other day uh, and, uh i assume it was the yeti that killed my wife uh, out on the ski slopes that goddamn yeti man my wife was out skiing and a yeti came and attacked her giant <laughs> black bastard
2: I didn't know Yetis were black. I guess that's their their fur looks the white fur, because of the snow. It's camouflage. Yep, they're blending yeah. in. Smart Yetis. Cam-
0: camouflage. Camouflage. Yep. That's what we call it in Ireland. All right. Oh. I, I I smell a Guinness call in my name. Say
2: hello to the IRA for me. All right. We'll do.
0: <laughs> Is Liam Neeson in the IRA? We, I,
2: I mean, he I seem to confirm it there. At the end. It sounded like it. Yeah, he said, "All right." Breaking news: Liam Neeson. Uh, after he got over his racism, joined the IRA. Yeah. Are they uh, famously non-racist? Mm, I don't. No, I don't know. I don't know. They just they bickered about religion. That's really what that was all about. I didn't really. And think, England.
1: I didn't really think that Nisum Nisum bit through. <laughs> I didn't know
2: where it came from. Didn't know where it was going. I don't know. Know, I'm, I'm pretty imp- uh, I was pretty blown away by the news that uh, it was actually a Yeti that killed his <laughs> wife and not just her running into a tree. I don't think she ran into it, it was like a brain thing. Oh, I mean, her brain like just a, popped like a brain aneurysm or something. Oh that's like that's... Uh, like J Lo in Jersey Girl. So, see that makes sense. That's what they Yeah, very much like <laughs> J Lo and Jersey Girl. Nice pool. Oh my god, a Kevin Smith classic. Yeah. See, that's, that, that makes sense then that it was a cover up because they didn't want to admit that Yetis were real, so they right, said a brain pop. Right.
1: He also alluded to a Logmas monster there, but I mm-hmm. think that might that just was be his what he calls his penis. Okay. Yeah, because it's big. Interesting. We'll have to get Liam back on the show. Yeah, definitely. Always he, welcome. He seemed to have a lot of secrets. Um, the critical consensus of A Man Apart on Rotten Tomatoes. Not good. Action and drama elements don't mix well in this cliched actioner. Okay. That seems a little rough. Uh you want to guess the tomato meter? Uh, I
2: can't guess it because I saw it's it. Yeah, eleven percent. Eleven percent. The audience score would you like to guess? Oh yeah. Sixty. Sixty two. Oh shit. All the audience right.
1: audience was big on this one. I agree They're with high the audience. On
2: Hi on Vin. He's beating fucking Roger from Eastbound Down Season 2 to <laughs> Mark, death with his Marco bare Marco Rodriguez,
1: who uh, also, another Fast 4 connection. He is in Fast 4. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. the Mexican priest. Hell, so yeah. So you'll be seeing him in a few weeks. Next week, I think we're going to do Running Scared. Mm-hmm. Week after, we'll do a little Debs with Jordana Brewster. Hell, yeah. Devin Aoki. And then you'll be hearing our Fast 4 episode. That uh, that was the last one we recorded in person with Nikki. Yep.
2: Although, fun fact, she will be back in May, so we may actually be able to record live for five. Oh, live for five. Live for five. Uh, Hooray in May. Well, is it going to work out? Hang on. I'm trying to think. We'll
1: have to look at the schedule. Yeah,
2: I was trying to, like, guess. Right. So I was, like, roughly... Because we're
1: recording this first weekend
2: of March right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Goddamn four days away from my birthday. I'm about to be 30 years old. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to the king. About to be an old man. Um...
1: So we might have to do five over the phone with yeah. her and then do six in person, maybe?
2: Yeah. Either one. We'll like figure it yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Well... We, we just... We have an opportunity. She'll be back in town. Yeah. We won't have to robo-call on all she of never. Them. She never fucking leaves for long, it seems. Right. Although she did get engaged, so congratulations oh, to Nikki. congratulations, yeah. Nikki. Yeah. yeah. Nikki and Greg, congrats. Congrats. Uh, you know, maybe it was uh, the reason she said yes is because she
1: saw a couple of these and she understood. Yep. The, that you know, her boyfriend this, had good taste. That was a man of good taste, good knowledge, a, a man who appreciated family, a man who appreciated uh, 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 f- familial and brotherly and sisterly bonds. Uh-huh.
2: Just a, a real a beautiful soul. Says a lot about a person, you know, yeah. their taste in movies. Says a lot about a person if they love the Fast family. Oh, and by the way, congrats, it's been a week for uh, engagements. Congratulations to Travis and Alexis. Yes, on their the right, Friends,
1: Travis and Alexis. Congratulations. Yep. We'd love to have them on for an episode sometime. Maybe we will. Yeah, we can find something goofy that, yeah, that they would uh, we'll let them cut loose right. on. Speaking of cutting loose, we just had some wings, and
2: baby, my butt's a blow. <laughs> Dude, my stomach, as soon as I sat down, I'm like, I wonder if we're going to have to pause this for me to take a shit. I could just, like, feel oh, it yeah. bubbling. Something's brewing, that Something's, witch's brew. Uh-huh. Something's brewing in that belly. Uh, a cop teams up with the former head of a drug cartel to avenge the death of the woman he loved in this action drama. And here's the thing, it's like they were confused even in the movie of whether or not he was a cop or a DEA agent. Like, he's a DEA agent, that isn't a cop.
0: He's a narco!
2: Yeah, that's a totally different division. I I don't know. Uh,
1: Sean Vetter. Also, I like like that they noted in this uh, uh, info that it's an action drama, when we already know from the critical consensus that action and drama elements don't mix. Which I would argue they actually do. Sean Vetter, Vin Diesel, and Demetrius Hicks, Lorenz Tate, are a pair of DEA agents. Now, Lorenz okay. Tate has been in uh, quite a few hood classics, but mm-hmm. of course, he was in Crash with our pal Ludacris. Yes, That's Luda. Six degrees of the Fast Family, man. This fucking this little ring. Is it you? Name a celebrity, we can connect yeah. them right to it. Right to the Fast Ring, somehow. Uh, they're a pair of DEA agents. So there you go. So yeah. it goes from cop to DEA agent in this uh Which I don't think. That,
2: but that, that's my thing, I guess, is I don't think that DEA agents are referred to as cops. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't it's know. just like a catch
1: all. Like yeah. Boys in blue. Just, alphabet know, boys. Alphabet boys. Uh, I don't know. DEA agents who think they've made the bust of a lifetime when they capture Memo Lucero, Gino Silva. Uh, so that he's the former head of the drug cartel that quote-unquote teams up with Vin. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily call it a team-up. Not, not really. Like, it's not like they're running around like... Uh, he uses <laughs> Sean. Yeah, it's not like they're running around like Chow Yun-Fat and Tony Leung in uh, Hard Boiled. Hell yeah.
2: Oh man, I, like I haven't seen Hard Boiled in ages. I had to throw oh, that yeah. on. It's a classic. A
1: multi-millionaire drug lord who controlled most of the narcotics traffic along the border of Mexico and the United States. And at the beginning, they're all, like, popping bottles, and they're like, ah, gracias para
0: nafta,
2: USA. Mm-hmm. And he's rubbing and then, on butts and boobies. Yeah, movies. there's
1: this hot freaking chick. She's had big jugs underneath mm-hmm. this, like, see-through got her nipple showing plows. through like a sheer yeah, big ass cover big ass fucking nipples under her giant
2: mm-hmm. giant boobies and a giant butt and uh-huh. a g-string uh-huh and just you just see, shaking it see the huge butt cheeks like yep.
1: sh- shack-sized butt cheeks uh-huh and he's rubbing on them just like just getting down straight rubbing dude
2: You're dancing getting down dirty all i could think was like man i i've never touched a butt me neither. I try to stay away from it just because I have a bad butt. I just assume everybody has right. a bad butt. Poop comes out of there. Yep. Poop and wing stop shits. Yep. I don't like it. We-
1: lemon Pepper Wingstop shits. Smelling Flaming stinky. Out. What do you think Rick Ross's shit smell like?
2: P- fucking heinous. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> gotta heinous. Be
1: the worst smelling shits on planet Earth. That's like too. I
2: imagine he has a bathroom with like a giant window that like when he has to oh, shit yeah. he opens that oh, window yeah. up. He's probably, got like a fan in it. It's probably
1: all marble in there, dude. Yeah, fan just blowing the poop out. Honestly, if I were him, I would spend all day in that bathroom. He's probably got TVs Hell, in yeah. there, fucking playstations. Yep,
2: anything he needs for entertainment because uh-huh. he he's pooping a there. lot. Every time he instead of grunting when he shits, he goes. Oh yep you, uh, i'd be uh, i'd be eating the wings on the toilet on the toilet just yeah. prepared in and out you know yep. like a
1: fucking conveyor belt. one stop shop one stop one stop wing stop <laughs> one wing stop shop <laughs> um however with lucero behind bars a new and decidedly more dangerous underworld kingpin rises to take his place and okay here's where you really lose me and Diablo, in parentheses, Timothy Oliphant, also known as Hollywood Jack Slayton. He's no, not Diablo. He's not Diablo. Did That's this person clarified this person clearly did not watch the film?
0: There they missed multiple, the end of the movie.
1: Multiple scenes where Timothy Oliphant. Says I am not Diablo. I'm, yeah, yo, no soy Diablo, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. I'm Hollywood Jack. I'm an effete, uh, drug dealing middleman who runs a salon. Yeah,
2: but has a cool pilot's license, so right, he can, I can fly also have drugs a pilot's around. Pilot's license,
1: and I can fly planes like Miami Vice style, and he's got cool hair like he had in the movie Go. Uh-huh. Or, uh huh. Or the girl next door. Yep. You know, this is back like, cool hair era Oliphant. Like, slightly before Deadwood. Yeah, now he's cool mustache now era. Now he's cool mustache era. Deadwood movie coming soon to HBO. Check it out. i am got to start my rewatch
2: soon. i got to finish up this Punisher, and I was going to fire up my Deadwood rewatch. Yeah. I need, I need some black hat hackers out there to hack into HBO servers and just mm-hmm. fucking leak the goddamn release movie. A- release upon
0: to us the Deadwoods. Yep,
2: I can't wait for this shit. Just, just drop it on me. I, I will say... uh
1: Re- revisiting Deadwood is probably going to inspire me to finally finish Red Dead Redemption 2. It,
2: it, it'll it get you in the mood.
1: <laughs> what is it? It's been like uh, one, two, three, like five months since that game release. almost?
2: Has it already been five like, months?
0: Like four, four.
2: Was it October? It, it was the end of October. So like four yeah. months, really. But, uh, shit. Even that seems like, wow, time flies, man. Oh, well, you beat it in what, like a day? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, I beat it in like a, it was like a week. A week, yeah. Yeah. A weekend, like five days,
1: a, a lengthy weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I was I've been, out there cowboying. I'm been taking my sweet time with it, riding the range, roping, wrangling. Just, I couldn't get enough of Arthur. Rustling. Yeah, he is a great. He's a great boy. He's a great boy. Mm-hmm. Good boy. No, so okay. So correction to you, Rotten Tomatoes plot summary. That's always wrong. Timothy Oliphant, not Diablo. Mark it, put it in your fucking books, Mark Reming, Rovi, whoever that is. You dumb son of a bitch. He's not Diablo, he's Hollywood Jack. Two totally different entities. Yep. Hollywood Jack drives
2: Porsche. If anything He wears baby blue. He does wear baby blue. Very, Um, very sleek baby blue, like loafers, baby blue pants, baby blue long sleeves, cashmere sweater thing. Beautiful looking. His nipples were just popping out. Mm -hmm hmm We we always talk about blasting nips on this show. He was blasting nips. He was blasting nips.
1: At one point I uh, mean there was the woman blasting nips at the beginning, the big and, nipples on the and, big movies.
2: Uh Sean's partner's wife was uh blasting nips That's at one right. point. Yeah,
1: Lorenz Tate's wife. Yep. Lorenzo's oil's wife. What were you gonna say before I said something about it? I was uh, gonna uh, say, TV I World mean, Fun-
2: spoiler alert, like they should have just put Diablo, aka fucking memo memo demand oh but
1: then they spoil the 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 twist ending of the film
2: the brilliant twist ending that yeah. had everybody in the room shook dude he was sending memos out letting people know <laughs> Sending memos from behind bars
1: yep how do you do it how do you do it Mister lucero uh it says hollywood jack soon proves to be even more dangerous than lucero when he orders his gunmen to assassinate vetter while vetter escapes unharmed his wife is killed and vetter is thrown deep into despair Now vetter is obsessed with bringing Diablo to justice, and he's willing to do anything to bring him down. Even if it means teaming up with Lucero, which they already mentioned in the very first first sentence of this plot summary.
2: God damn this writer. This guy sucks. Fuck you, Mark Deming. Yeah, dude. Go get a real job, because this one ain't fitting it for you. We should be writing these, or at least copy
1: editing them.
2: Yes. I will gladly copy edit the goddamn Rotten Tomatoes. Rated R. Yep, radar. For strong graphic violence, mm-hmm. language,
0: mm-hmm.
1: drug content, that's Yo, to be expected. Yeah. I mean, come on.
2: And sexuality. Oh, yeah. Hell not yeah. nudity, just Sex- sexuality, sexuality blanket claws. Right,
1: rubbing butts, but not like no full on fuck scenes or nothing.
2: Uh, a woman attempts to give Vin a lap a dance, lap but he right. says, Get the fuck off my ladder.
1: And then the, some other guy goes, Pardon the slur here, but he goes, What are you, a faggot? yep and, and then, vin does not take kindly no, to that no not at all he goes what you call you call me a faggot yep and he pulls out his gun and he's pointing it at him and no, he's got
0: by his side because he's ready to shoot he's like i'm not a faggot yeah well, why would you say that about me why would you challenge my masculinity when i'm here on a revenge mission to avenge my dead wife who i love dearly mm-hmm. and i'm as straight as a goddamn arrow I fucked her the night she died. <laughs> I fucked her the night she died. We rumba-danced on the beach in front of into magic hour in front yep. of the sunset.
2: They did. It was and a beautiful I, dance. It
0: was a beautiful dance. It looked like Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. And it, then I was looking into the sliding glass patio door of my house, and I saw a vision of us rumba-dancing.
2: <laughs> Your Vin is almost bleeding into a Javier. <laughs> or oh, Lord. Vin Bardem. <laughs> Vin Bardem. Uh, I'd, I'd watch that. Bar Vin they uh they fucking you've heard of bar none how about bar bar Vin? Vin? bar rescue vin rescue oh my god can you imagine vin diesel going around to restaurants and fixing them you're
0: fifty thousand dollars in debt (laughs) shut it down we need to bring in the family for some overnight repairs jesse come in here and show them the photoshop of the new layout Jesse going to MIT. My guys, got his fucking hand
1: shaking. Uh, we see we're gonna install a double butt funnel here. Whoa, this is amazing.
2: You should be going to MIT or something. <laughs> I got it all laid out. Vin rescue the the Fast and Furious bar rescue mashup we always we, dreamed yeah, of. Yeah,
1: we're gonna have to film it. We're gonna put it on our uh, Smosh YouTube channel. Yep. We're coming we'll, for you, Smosh. <laughs> we'll release a TikTok. Uh huh. We're gonna get big on TikTok. Yep. And hey, what should our very first TikTok be? I think you should put a Corona bottle up your
2: butthole, and then okay. shit turns into the Corona bottle. But then we reverse the video, so it looks like Corona poop, poop is going poop into my up butt. Into your butt. Yep, that would be brilliant. That would fucking that would sell. That would be bloody brilliant, mate. And then we just cut to the new Momo uh, memo from this movie. Yeah, Memo. To describe the face of Memo, he looks exactly
1: like Momo from the uh-huh. memes, but with like, a beard. But with a white Santa Claus Mexican beard. Yep,
0: and he sounds like this. You think you are going to come after my family? Gringo. Gringo. Hijo de la chingada. Uh,
1: written by Christian Guttegast, who you might recognize as the screenwriter of London Has Fallen, and also the screenwriter slash director of Den of Thieves, a classic. But that, one of
2: the best movies ever made.
1: I was going to say possibly, but I'm going to say not even uh, argumentatively. Yeah, you can't even argue the greatest. It. And he co-wrote it with Paul Schering, the creator of Prison Break, who I guess he was writing partners with at the time. Dope. Pretty cool.
2: Brought the squad out for this film. Would you like to know the box office? Uh, sure. 26 million. What was the budget? I don't know. It doesn't say. They're hiding that information. In theaters
1: April 4th, 2003. Wide release from New Line Cinemas. Man, I wish I had seen this in
2: theaters, but Uh I wasn't old enough to see rated R films by myself. Nah, me neither. I would have been 11 at the time of that release. I would have had to sneak in. Uh Uh-huh. You would have had a snake in? Yep, snake. It like Metal Gear solid uh-huh. snake. Blink! Lorenz Tate. I was just thinking about the David Hader butt cheek clapping.
0: Video. <laughs> That's right, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, God bless David Hater. Oh, where is that link?
1: God damn it. We're always talking about the clappers on this show.
0: I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick, and the clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the guards. <laughs>
2: Colonel. <laughs> he gets like so angry about his butt cheeks at the lap of my ass cheeks Dude, uh. he's got shack-sized butt cheeks god bless david hater god bless him uh let's uh, lorenz Tate. writer of x-men
1: oh yeah lorenz Tate was in girls trip menace to societies waist deep crash biker boys he's all dead presidents he's all over the place he's been in
2: tons of works
1: i know we're gonna we're gonna cover waist deep we're gonna cover yep. biker boys we're going to cover Crash at some point. Yeah, we're going to be gonna be our man. Most, that's going to be our most racist episode ever. Oh, yeah. I'm already guaranteeing yep. that. Crash, next level racisms. We're going to be doing so many goddamn... Uh, Ching- Racism voices. I'm going to do some Ching Chong voices. <laughs> I'm going to do some Middle Eastern voices. Yep. I'm going to do some fucking... What's... Uh, Ashkenazi Jewish voices. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, you guys... You can't wait for me to bust out my Ashkenazi Jewish voice. You you ain't heard nothing yet. Yeah, you thought that fucking white guy who wanted to be
2: a black guy from the Meg episode was racist? Wait till you hear my <laughs> Ashkenazi Jewish guy voice. God damn, we're gonna have fucking all the mosques writing us up. Uh-huh, telling us cease and assist. Rabbis and shit dropping by the show. Cease going, and desist, not assist. <laughs> cease and decease.
1: <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you're dead, man. Uh, some critics. You want to hear from some critics on A Man Apart before we probably dive not, into but some let's do it? it.
0: Uh,
1: This one's actually positive. J.R. Okay. Jones of the Chicago Reader said the script for this action vehicle is like something you'd find under the cushions of Steven Seagal's couch. But Diesel, to his credit, digs into his role as if it were
2: Hamlet. Yeah, he does, dude. Diesel really, brings yeah. the chops in this. Diesel,
1: yeah, pure Diesel gravitas and. Might I say Diesel at possibly his hottest?
2: Oh, my God, dude. I could not get over this image of Diesel. Mm-hmm. Got a goatee, mm-hmm. got the buzz cut hair, mm-hmm. chain smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. wearing cool glasses, wearing cool jackets, mm-hmm. wearing cool sweaters. Mm-hmm. It, it is the pinnacle of Diesel hotness. He had on almost
1: like a double jacket because there was like two zippers. There was like two he, collars with two zippers. Yeah, he had like... Yeah, both was, popped. Yep, both popped.
2: Like a goddamn Abercrombie models. And you, I like you referred to him at one point as like alternate universe Diesel. Yep, because we're so used to him like fully clean shaven from right. the top of his head to his fucking penis. Right, and this is fuzzy Diesel. Yep. Dark, dark, v, dark Diesel. Dark Diesel. Uh huh. Yep. Darkwing wing Diesel. This is the Diesel who's like
1: Fast and Furious, Riddick, all that stuff never took off, and he had just like resigned himself to like
2: an entire career of. Like B-actions.
1: B-action, like gritty cop shit like this. Like David Ayer movies or something. Yeah, absolutely. He should, Vin Diesel and David Ayer should have linked up in the prime of Ayer's career yes. back when he was doing, like,
2: Harsh Times and fucking Sabotage or whatever. Dude, honestly, get rid of Brad Pitt and Fury. Put in With Diesel. you would be him that, mm, that movie would have done buku uh-huh. bucks. I'm commanding this tank now. I'm the war daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the War Daddy. <laughs> was that his name in that War Daddy? I think so, yeah. yeah. That's what I refer to Vin as in my dreams. That's goddamn right. Yeah, here comes the War Daddy. Actually, I had vroom, a dream vroom. last night. For some reason, it was about Dakota Fanning and Elle Fanning. Okay. They were at a, a hockey match. Yeah. A hockey arena game. And they were on the Jumbotron. And I guess this got m- combobulated into my brain with the uh, Car- the current Kardashian drama. Where Tristan Thompson was making out with Chloe's uh, best friend or something, or Kylie's best friend. Okay. And uh, But anyway, in my dream, L Fanning, I guess, was caught making out with Dakota Fanning's uh, boyfriend, and then uh, Dakota Fanning... Started uh, smacking her in the face like a cat, like real fast, like uh, okay, her face. Oh, okay, yeah. And then they started making out on the Jumbotron. Fuck, that's hot. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Weird dream. Did you wake up boned up? No, I woke up and I felt depressed and I was like, I want to go back to sleep. But I couldn't get back to sleep and then I just laid in bed for like three hours. I know that pain. Yep. And then I got up and then I came here yep. and I ate some wings and I watched Vin Diesel try to piece his life back together. Nothing
2: will turn your depression around like a depressed Diesel. Mm-hmm getting vengeance i looked
1: at vin on the screen and I, I truly felt like this man apart understood me inside my brain my man mm-hmm. apart that was inside of my head yep and and i feel more parted together now because you know, i was questioning at the beginning i said a man apart what could that possibly mean what was yeah. he apart from apart from
2: uh life and love and love and happiness yep. Oh, it, was, right. it was a dark time for diesel in this the dark the diesel was in the darkness that he was in the dark time. you've heard of
1: lars von trier's dancer in the dark now how about f gary gray's diesel in the dark <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could go more in depth on that but i've never actually seen dancer in the dark so all i know is bjork is in it did she get did she get sexually
2: assaulted or something did bjork show her boobies i don't know bjork boobs
1: Bjor- there would be boobs with like umlauts o's
2: yeah bjork bubes. what is she icelandic something like that yeah they got greenlandish some, they got some freaking hot babes on that fucking snowy that's island. i hear that man yeah you know i've often considered because uh just i've often considered moving to switzerland because everyone there pretty much speaks english as a second language right and you can uh the cost of living like or the the pay scale for the cost of living is like so awesome that like you can work as like a cashier at like a grocery store and like still afford like a nice place to live Mm. and they got good army watches there. got good army watches cool knives yep and fucking hot babes oh yeah super hot babes and it's always snowing and cold so they always want to cuddle and they always blast nips through their shirts Uh because it's cold yep seems like heaven to me just I hate the snow, so I don't think I'll ever pull the trigger on that.
1: Uh, well, you could always learn to ski, but then a yeti might attack you. Yeah, I don't want to so get yeti you fucked. Don't want to get yeti attacked. That I mean, well, good luck to Liam Neeson for hunting that yeti down. Mm-hmm. And maybe beat him with a stick. It, right, beat that yeti, that black yeti, to death <laughs> with a stick. <laughs> yep. And then once he succeeds in his missions, then you're free to fucking move to Switzerland. Yep. You once know, it's yeti free. I know you said you hate the snow, but you know, just bundle up a little bit and. Maybe I'll learn to love it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's something you got to come accustomed to. I'll just like sled to work and shit. Right, right. I mean, right now here it's like a nuisance. It's like Yeah, because I, it's... I want it to be normal weather. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's we we're recording now on a Saturday because it's going to snow tomorrow and I don't want to drive around in the snow. I had enough pain in the ass of that. Well, it's last a pain it's a
2: pain in the ass cuz it'll snow like a motherfucker and then the next day it's, it's like 60 all degrees. Melted. Yeah, like today woke up and it was a little bit wet and all the snow was gone cuz yeah. it snowed like what like a day ago. Yep. 2 day ago. Yo, it'd be cool. I could like breed fucking huskies and then just like fucking go uh Paul Walker in that Antarctica movie to Eight work. Blows. Yeah, dude. I yeah. will just fucking ride dog ride sled. Did a ride sled. Yep. Fucking Balto. Goddamn right. That will get all the women. That'll make all the Swiss women wet in their pussies. Uh this is a disappointingly routine stuff from Grey, but the movie does boast one disaster
1: area of a shootout and a nifty denouement. Let's talk about that shootout.
2: Dude, that shootout is, like, what I remember from this film. This,
1: yeah, because I remember you sat up in your seat with your little prick popping out of your jeans. I got your, excited. Popping out of your jeans. Yep. You were like, here's the part, man. This is it,
2: right? And you're right here, baby. Yep. And, dude, it's uh, it's always that image of just, like, the guy, like, oh, we killed this cop's bitch wife. Mm. And just Diesel, the, the ferocity of Diesel the in ferocity, that moment. The
1: bear-like ferocity of Diesel comes out. Well, we should set up how that moment occurs. Yeah. Vin Diesel's is uh him and his partners is trying to track down the diablo man uh-huh and so they go to the guy who might have the connection to the diablo man yep and it's uh actor i can't remember his name but he looks familiar and he's been in a lot of stuff but i keep thinking he should have been donald logue yes because he's a stringy-haired doofus wearing like flannel
2: yeah he's like a white supremacist guy <laughs> yeah i mean donald Logue, i look at him I'm, i see i'm he's like white supremacist Irish
1: white supremacist yep. what's the difference you
2: don't get whiter than Logue. right <laughs> On a scale of white to black, it's uh-huh. really just Logue log to, to Maharshala Ali or log something to
1: like Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. Wesley
2: Snipes is darker than dark, as they say. Always bet on black. Yep. Passenger fifty-seven. That's what I do. Always bet on black. Always bet on black. Does it work? No. No. Oh. Look at where I'm living. Of course,
1: it don't work. You're living in squalor. This is a literal pig pen that we're recording uh-huh. from. <laughs> Damn! A pig just walked Goddamn in. Goddamn pig! He's coming in, taking poops. I guess that is kind of like Hooch. Yeah, Hooch he's is like kind a, of like my personal pig. Yeah. Hooch looks like a
2: mealworm. Personal pan also pig.
0: pig. Yeah, personal pan pig. <laughs> I'm gonna chop your boy.
2: So yeah, they're on the hunt for this Diablo man. Uh-huh, the Diablo uh, man's First coming. Diesel approaches Hollywood Jack. Right. And fucking open hand I, just slaps the shit out of say, him. I gotta say, he's
1: not a very discreet cop. No, dude, it's, well, it's his rage. Yeah, I mean, he's pissed off. Despite all his rage, he's still just Diesel, a man in, in apart a in a cage. cage. Yep. And he can't, he can't contain it. That cage can't contain his rage. No, the cage cannot contain the rage of the diesel. Yeah, and uh, Tiger got out of cage, bro. Tiger gets out of cage. He basically just pull up on Timothy Oliphant. He's like, "Hey, you little piece of shit, runt." Yep. Uh, you got no mud flaps on your car. And Timothy Oliphant's like, Mud flaps? It's a fucking Porsche! Uh huh. And then
0: Vin Diesel's like, Get the fuck out of the car and give me the license and the registration, please.
2: Do you know what Also, what else I loved about this film? Is the amount of fucks that Diesel drops. Yeah,
0: he said, Motherfucker. Does he
1: say big... cocksucker at one point? Yeah, dude, just left
2: and right. I know cussin'. Oliphant said cocksucker, mm-hmm. and I was like,
1: Ooh, Shay's a dead
2: one. I gotta get on that rewatch. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I really am. Even to this day, because I, I was very hyped about doing this movie, and I was worried though mm-hmm. that it wasn't going to hold up for me. Mm-hmm. It does, dude. Like I love this type of Diesel. It's I wish ag- Diesel would do more roles aggro like this. Agro Diesel. Yep. I'm yeah, all it's, about agro. Agro
1: side of Diesel because he's usually very calm and uh, Buddhist. He's the logical and, like, one, the yeah, leader. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, cool was, and collected. we see those flashes of rage come out of Toretto, but yeah. it's something that he's been working to like temper.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like tempered steel. He's yeah. like goddamn samurai sword. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But in this, he is just pure goddamn fire and flames and salsa yep yep
2: (laughs) (laughs) mucho salsa diablo sauce from taco bells yep he's diablo so he bitch slaps fucking uh all across the head yep and then uh his friend lorenzo's oil comes up and is like Mm -hmm. yo you gotta get your tiger back in the cage bro so they let him go and immediately he goes and kills the leader of the mayan biker gang from sons of anarchy yeah um and drinks a beer in his cool blue outfit. Oh, chugs a Miller High Life while yeah. holding a gun, which I want to see more of that. Yep. And uh, then, yeah, fucking Diesel decides he's got to set up this big drug deal to get uh, the Diablo to come out of his hole. Right. Come out. Come out wherever you are, Mister Diablo. Yep. And uh, he meets up with Roger from Eastbound and Down, mm-hmm. Marco and, Rodriguez, and guy who should have been Donald Logan is there. Yeah. And all goddamn hell breaks loose because this guy calls Diesel's dead wife a bitch and Diesel beats him to death with his fucking bare fist. That's right. He just pounds the
1: the head into the pavement and picks the skull out of his fist. And so
2: apparently like what was cut out to keep it an R rating and not an NC-17 rating... Was it like they had shots of like him spitting out his teeth and like his fucking like blood like leaking out of his cheek and shit? It would have been awesome.
1: But they can leave in a dead guy named Overdose who with his throat slashed open, he's Uh got his
2: tongue hanging out of his neck. They can leave
1: that in, but we can't see a man. And I'll tell you today, cowboy hat. If this movie was
2: if this movie was rated today with that scene in it, it would just be an R rating. Right? I've seen worse on Goddamn television. They
1: let gore go fucking crazy nowadays. But the sex, they can still barely do sex. Yeah, you, you still really can't show much hog, mm-hmm. can't show no pussies. But I think back to the 90s, back to the era of, like, Lorenzo's Oil type of movies, when mm-hmm. they were just showing fucking pussy and coochie and pinocha um, and fucking... Buttholes. Getting all up on the titties, like, cameras all on the titties, like, sweat glistening, yep. coming down the camera lens. Uh, that's... Uh, that's how Lorenzo's Oil got its name, right? Because yeah. they
2: were using so much lubricant during, yep. the, during the fuck scenes. They went through so much goddamn baby oil to mm-hmm. get all these bodies glistening and looking right. tight to fuck. It's a, the story of a
1: man played by Nick Nolte. His son is dying, and he has to turn into a male gigolo to pay for his uh, hospital bills, yep. right? Yeah, to get him cancer-free. Directed by George Miller of Mad Max and Babe 2 fame.
2: Yep. Gee, Matt, George Miller has had a wild career. <laughs> wild career, career
1: yeah. And so Nick Nolte's in the movie, he's like,
0: "Oh, jeez, I can't believe I gotta fuck all these women. But he does. That's the lube, baby.
2: Yep. Oh, jeez. He he lubes himself up. It's Basically, it's what uh, the Tom Jane show Hung was uh, inspired from.
1: Yeah, that's right. And Tom Jane, of course, played the Punisher, who was inspired by the character of
0: Jack Jack Vetter from (laughs) A Man of Sean Vetter. Sean Vetter.
2: Eddie Vetter. Eddie Vetter. Eddie Vetter's
0: son. Oh, where could my baby be? El Diablo took her away from me.
2: God damn, what a what a single. She's
0: gone to heaven so I got to be bad. I got to right. track down her killers with my friend. He's black. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was amazing. That was thanks, beautiful. Thanks, this The spirit of Eddie just fucking took me over. People are going to be driving in their cars. They're going to wreck because they're going to take their hands (laughs) off the wheel to applaud. They're going to start holy ghosting (laughs) behind the wheel. Holy ghosting to the (laughs) sweet sounds of Pearl Jam. Jesus better be ready to take Uh them wheels.
1: Uh, So then the shootout happens because he beat the guy up and it's some cops. There's a cool Asian guy with a head. Yeah. He's shooting a machine gun. And there's like some like middle-aged Hispanic women. Yeah, a bunch of cartel guns. ladies getting yeah, wild. Yeah, these are real like Griselda Blanco type of chicks, man. They just pull up out of nowhere. They pull a gun out of the stroller and they shoot the fat guy from Borat. With yep, it. right in the goddamn <laughs> the face. The fat guy from Borat's in this movie for five seconds. just fucking head blown off. Azamat Bagatov. Well, it was He's, amazing. What did they say? Was he like a lawyer or a politician? Yeah, or something? he was something like that, some kind of yeah. bullshit. And then the lady just comes up and she's like, "Hola!" And then she shoots him directly in the Gandillos. fucking brain, and she goes. Hijo de la chingada. Yep. Which means son of a motherfucker or something crazy like that. Dude, them Mexicans know how to cuss. I know, man. Pinche. Pinche cabrón. Mm. Pinche pendejo.
2: Yeah, you tell them. Yeah. So, it, yeah, and then some one of the ladies from the cartel gets fucking ran over and there's some great dummy owners. Oh, own yeah, there was
1: a little bit of good dummy onage. That was probably my favorite part.
2: Honestly, Getting a lot of the shootout
1: over. was kind of hard to follow for me.
2: Yeah, it wasn't shot. Like, that's, my biggest gripe, gripe with this film <laughs> is that it's not shot very well. No. Like it's hard to follow no. the the action it's, is always like cut and toned yeah, down. because yeah,
1: this was what, two thousand
2: three or something? That it came out. It yeah. was like delayed repeats. It's probably shot in like oh one or oh two. Yeah,
1: so definitely inspired by like uh, training day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Training Day was what, two thousand, two thousand one? I think something like that. Something like that. Uh it's got like these washed out, desaturated visuals. Yep. Uh really grainy film stock.
2: Well, Which apparently I, d- the... I did like that.
1: It had, it had a nice texture to the visuals. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, apparently they came under fire because the uh, the transfer to DVD looked like butt. I bet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I mean, there's it's very dark. Uh, a lot of it takes place at night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd imagine if you just had a shitty transfer that nobody cared about, they were like, "Well, this movie fucking bombed. Let's just just throw it, slap it on there." Didn't even the have special features. <laughs>
2: very bare bones. Yeah. But I owned it. You owned it? Oh, yeah, I own this shit on Did DVD. Did you watch it
1: repeatedly? Like,
2: yeah, hell yeah. Uh-huh. This and Stray's. I own Stray's, Stray's as well on DVD. You still own that, don't you? I think I might, yeah. yeah. I think I have it somewhere. But yeah, man, I, dude, for a while, there was quite a time where I was just Diesel movies on the You were rig. a little Diesel aficionado, dude. Mm-hmm. I love me Diesel. I love me Diesel also, but hey... You're the king of the diesel. Dude, we're the diesel lovers. The kings of the road. I get drunk and I fucking bitch out Dwayne Johnson for starting shit with Vin. Mm-hmm. You oh. come after him on Twitter, man. Yep. It's fucking crazy. You come for his neck. Yep. I don't mince my fucking words.
1: Um, uh, also, as far as the action... Uh. There's one part where they go into a club, and they shoot it up, and there's a cool guy named Big Sexy.
2: Yeah, dude, Big Sexy with a minigun. Yeah,
1: he has a minigun, but he just uses it to shoot things that are hanging from the bar, like yeah. blows up wine
2: glasses with it or something. <laughs> Big Sexy wasn't trying to kill anybody, right. but he was like, yo, if I light this shit up, if I mm-hmm. unload some of this minigun, ain't right. nobody fucking with and us. And I
1: know for sure that we got... It's it's uh, shock and awe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So Big Sexy comes in wearing his ski mask, firing his minigun, got his chain that says sexy mm-hmm. in all silver. He's shooting it real fast, and, I mean, who's going to fuck with that? Now,
2: I wonder, at that time, who was watching his drug-sniffing Chihuahua? That's a good question. Um, or, like, was he only gone for the evening, so he was like, I'll be back I, in time. He put it know? in the crate, and yeah. yeah, he was probably yapping, and Big Sexy felt bad, uh-huh. and that was probably Gave gnawing, it, like, a Slim Jim. Yeah, it
1: was probably not at the back of his brain the whole time, like, oh, I wonder how... He's uh, like, I got to get home to my drug sniffer. Yeah, how Poochie is doing, or whatever the fucking dog's name I, was. Th- I, I like. like to
2: think the dog's name was Lil Sexy. Lil Sexy, that's... A, you know what? It had to be. Yeah. Big sexy and little sexy.
1: This is little sexy. Like you said, he carries him around Venice
2: uh, Beach. Yep, with a, with a sexy chain on the dog yep. as well.
1: It's got a sexy chain. He's got it in his handbag, like Paris yes. Hilton, and yes. the dog's
2: head is popping out of the zipper. That's Whoa. hot. Yeah,
1: that's hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also mentions the nifty denouement. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. A denouement is like the, what happens after
2: the climactic action, so it wraps things up. Uh, okay, which was shot after the fact because they felt that this film didn't have a satisfying ending. Oh, really? Yeah, that whole feud, okay. that whole graveyard scene. Oh, no, not the graveyard. I'm talking about uh, him. Oh, uh, when he goes to... Uh... Which, okay, by the way, every time they change locales, they tell <laughs> us where they are specifically. <laughs> yes, yes. But then at the very end, when we're actually somewhere we have never been before in this film, right. they don't tell us they where that bother. is. Don't bother, nope. No, uh, no idea where that was. Parts unknown, question mark. Just like South America, I
1: think, maybe. Like every five... Fucking minutes, not even. Every three fucking minutes, they change and it's like, boom, we're in uh, San Pedro. We're in San Pedro. We're in Beverly Hills. We're in South Central. We're in Los
2: Angeles. We're in Mexicali. We're in Tijuana. We're in Calexico. And which, by the way, the South Central scene, definitely not in fucking South Central. There's no, like, steep hills like that in South Central. It's in the Central. It's not near the fucking mountains. So it's like, I'm guessing that was probably like fucking Silver Lake, which is, like, hipster Central now. Mm -hmm. God damn, F Gary Gray! Get your shit together! Get, come man. on, man! You call this location shooting? Bullshit! I call it Echo, bullshit shooting. Echo Park.
1: There's one scene in Echo Park. Yeah. Make sure to let us know it's in Echo Park. Yep.
2: Which is, and here again. Here's the thing: is like a lot of these locations are just in the greater Los Angeles area. Mm-hmm. You don't need to fucking tell us every time. We're in LA. We get right. it. Yeah. It's not like we jumped to San Diego or something, like or San Francisco. Right. Just in fucking LA. I get it. That's well that's a thing that must be a goudagast thing because that carries over to
1: Den of Thieves, which is a movie oh, that's yeah. like very obsessed with situating Telling you, you like, where you are. Where exactly in LA this movie is taking place. Yep. Where is Pablo Schreiber walking to now?
2: Yeah. What street what what are the cross streets? Yeah.
1: Well, would you say that there comparatively that there's any sort of uh, uh common ground between whatever Vin Diesel's name was in this, Eddie Vetter and Sean uh, Handy or Sean Vetter. And Big Nick from Den of Thieves.
2: I could see a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like uh I guess because we see Diesel and his downside. Right. So it's like, yeah, I feel like we, we already pick up with uh big big daddy gerard when he's already down in the dumps he's yeah. given up he doesn't give a fuck right and we watch the decline of diesel not giving a fuck yeah. in this so i i can see some
1: similarities it's sort of like shattered uh, masculinity on the inside uh-huh. and they they take it out on the outside yep that kind of thing
2: yep forcing Ma- their rage upon I, the world i got to
1: be a macho man to because of how much i'm hurting compensating for uh failures at home that sort of thing yep Absolutely. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Um, oh, I was also going to mention, uh, after they have this bust at the very beginning, Vin Diesel and Lorenzo's Oil go in and they they, they snatch uh, Memo, mm-hmm. and then the DEA has a press conference announcing and... the arrest, and for some reason, Lorenzo's Oil and Vin Diesel bring their wives yep. to this like it's a movie premiere or yeah,
0: something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, baby, look, I got Memo. <laughs> I got Memo. This is all the cocaine we recovered. <laughs> <laughs> right there on the table. <laughs> are a couple of them 16s.
2: Yep. Marner.
1: Marner, and then they have a cool party. I did like that party. They do have a cool party. I wanted to be at that party. It looked pretty sweet. And it was... Cracking beers. It was an
2: interesting juxtaposition, like, with Sean, the Vin Diesel's character, in that, like, he has all these, like, DEA agents, but then, like, his homies from when he was, like, a criminal back in, like, his teenage years, gang gang banging. Straddling that line of Yeah, he invites them.
1: Yeah. Well that's another similarity to Den of Thieves then because they're they're the uh what do they call themselves? The Rough Riders or whatever, or the Raiders or some shit like that and they you know, we're the we're the bad boys of the cop world. And a
2: similarity is. to uh, Toretto, where just, you know yeah. once you help out the family, you're you're always yeah, family. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and that's sort of blurring the line, the yep. codes. Yep. As we'll see even more in Fast Four coming up, where oh yeah, you know, the codes the line gets blurred. Yep, parallel lines start uh, p- skirting over each other.
2: And he also takes a bullet in this like a champ, like he does in he Fast does. Four.
1: Yeah, that's true. Terminator Diesel. Yeah, can't can't kill uh-huh. him. And he wears some muscle shirts in this. Uh huh.
2: I thought he was wearing blue jeans in bed,
1: but they blue turned out to be sweatpants. They were cool sweats. Yeah. They, they look comfy. I like to dive into those pants with Vin. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. We both wear the pants together and walk around. Yeah. And we have to make sure I go one, two, three, and then we move our left leg. One, two, three. And we sort of like a potato sack race So are you in front or, or behind? Uh, I would be in front because okay. I'd imagine he's more hulking and he can wrap his arms around
2: me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Keep you close very yep. tenderly. Um, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we didn't even barely talk about the ma.
1: So it's like... Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel was sort of working with Memo throughout the movie. Memo is like giving him hints of like how to take down the drug guys. He's really just
2: using yeah, Sean. Memo to... is
1: really El Diablos. Yeah. And so Surprise! He staged all this stuff, like he killed his own family and killed his up. wife and son. Right. Apparently, was
2: over that shit. So that uh,
0: Sean Vetter would say, "Hire you're going to transfer him to to, to him prison so he can be safe." Yeah, he he almost then, he used
2: the the death, the murder that he placed on his family to uh, use it as an opportunity to like relate to Sean. Right. Yeah, yep, exactly. And then get him to trust him so yep. that he would get transferred, and then he'd get broken Another out.
1: Another similarity to Fast Four, the a prison bus yep. uh, daring escape at the
2: end. And another similarity of the big bad being the guy we've been dealing with the whole time. Yes, yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, Fuck, what's his name Uh, in Fast 4? uh, Braga. Braga, yeah, yeah. And uh, Campos is Braga or whatever? Yeah, Campos. Campos, yeah. John Ortiz's character. Yep. Oh. And
2: then Memo is Diablo. Wow. Memo, Diablo, Campos, Braga. See, this was all just practice for... This was all practice was for L- Diesel's practice later flicks run. and for uh, the, the writer's later yep. fucking hit. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. And yeah. then Diesel, of course, brought back F. Gary Gray for Fast 8 for yep. Fate of the Furious. And that, that was another thing i point out. It's like, if you work with Diesel once, I feel like you're guaranteed to work with him again. Mm-hmm. Like, unless mm-hmm. you're a Dwayne and you act like a fucking bitch. The man takes care of his family. He does. Takes care of his own. Mm-hmm. X takes care he's of his own. He's got a long, deep memory like an elephant. Shit, even, he didn't even work with Cube. Cube tried to fill his shoes in mm-hmm. X 2 but he was like, yo, fucking come along. Come yeah. on board for X <XXX2> 3 The
1: people want Darius Stone. We're going to give him Stone. God and
0: goddamn y- right. Cube said, give me the screenplay. Yep. Give me the screenplay.
2: Yep, that happened. And then they put him into the movie. Yep. It was cool. He used rocket
1: launcher make boom. Mm-hmm. A gourmet launcher. Yep, go I boom. Um, anyway, he shows up at the end, and then uh, uh, the guy's like, you came here to kill me? And then Vin Diesel repeats this line the memo said to him. He's like, if I wanted you dead, you would be. Then he hands him handcuffs and the DEA comes. Yeah. I don't know what about that was nifty aside from Vin Diesel's outfit where he's wearing a cool straw hat. It reminded me of like Cargo Agent pants.
2: 27 or whatever from Hitman, like some of like the weird like Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Shit that he Absolutely, wears. Absolutely, yeah. Throwing on like a, it's not quite a Panama hat, but it was like a little uh, straw number. Yeah.
1: Cargo pants with gigantic shorts. Joy- gigantic, I, pockets. gigantic pockets. pockets,
2: sorry. Dude, you gotta keep those handcuffs somewhere. Ah, getting a headache a little bit. I hear
1: you. Um... And my throat is dry. I, need, I almost bought water and then I was like... I mean, we got lemon, bubbly lemon waters I can get you on. I'll grab one before we do the mini set. Are we going to do the mini set yeah. after this? Yeah, I got it downloaded. Okay. All right. Uh, this guy says, The film would be totally unwatchable without the very real charisma of Diesel. That's fair. That's fair. The plot is nonsensical. The action is laughable
2: i don't know if it's laughable it's just not shot well yeah
1: it's a little unclear yeah i don't know i had had some trouble with it films like a man apart pretend to deal with social issues that is their cover story but in fact they themselves are the hollywood equivalent of the coke trade they corrupt the entertainment industry
2: what interesting meta take there yeah okay clearly you've
1: never done coke bro If I hadn't seen Traffic, this would still stink, but I wouldn't know how badly. Diesel runs on fumes in this one. Fuck you, guy.
2: Pretentious, incompetent, dumb explosion movie. I don't think it's pretentious at all. It feels like it's very aware that it's not something more than it is.
1: Here's one from Urban Cinephile. This is a positive view. You know what you're getting. It's a Vin-Vin situation. Fuck. Yes. Why didn't we think of that? This guy's review. Go see The French Connection instead.
2: O- okay.
1: <laughs> Why? Why Very that's a different film. Yeah. It's as if this is a rough cut and Diesel didn't show up for the reshoots. But he did. That's that ending. Vin Diesel has to make a choice whether he's going to be an actor or a cookie-cutter action star. Well, bitch, he made a choice, and he's the biggest, most popular movie star on fucking planet Earth. Exactly.
2: Maybe even a goddamn universe.
1: A man apart is grim, lifeless, and worst of all, as boring as Steven Seagal talking about Buddhism. Okay. That's the second review to mention Steven
2: Seagal. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get Seagal vibes from this film. This guy said, "Oh, the mediocrity! Oh, the mediocrity of your review, bitch!" <laughs>
1: Despite an interesting take on the role of a tough guy, a Man Apart is boring and visually annoying. I'll give it visually annoying. Yeah, it's a little rough around the edges. F. Gary Gray is one of those directors who has is very anonymous, like uh, visually.
2: He doesn't have. Uh, There's no style of his own. No, not at all. Um, he just does shit. Just paint by numbers with him. I
1: mean, I look at, I think of the different films he's done. Like he's definitely like got the market cornered on, I guess, action thriller stuff, but. Uh, oh well, that makes it sound like he's the only guy out there doing action thriller stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's no, like, formal through line from Friday to set it off. Well, that's to... what I was going to
2: say. I would even argue that Friday is the worst shot of the three. Of, oh. Of, of the, the, the three, Fridays. three Fridays. Yeah. I mean, the first three. There's only three.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think back. I haven't seen him in a while, but. I remember more visual moments from the first one than I do the others
2: damn I'm, I'm a like the fight scene at the end. I'm a Friday after next guy. I do like Friday after next. I love me some hobo Santas robbing people and shit.
1: I don't know, but again, like there's just... there's
2: Nothing I, makes him stand out. Yeah,
1: I mean, I look at this film, and there's there's nothing in here, like, if you had given this to me anonymously, I never would have guessed in a million fucking that years, is this Ray. is the same guy who did The Fate of the Furious, The Italian Job, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, Friday. I, I don't see that jump happening. Nope. I don't see even, like, common story elements that he's attracted to there's no uh i mean i guess i subscribe to the auteur theory and there's nothing there that screams f gary gray is an auteur
2: no and honestly this film does feel like something that they just like rushed into production and slapped whoever they could on it in the attempt to like ride the success of shit like training day, training like you day yeah, yeah. We,
1: yeah and uh, yeah and that david ayer type of shit yeah yep. that like gritty cop stuff especially post 9 11 where it's like this revenge-fueled man on a mission, like... You lost somebody you care about. Bringing uh, bringing justice where the the bureaucrats can't get it done, and so the man has to go out and do it himself. Yeah. Uh, Sort of a Michael Bay type of mentality where it's like all the bozos in the suits Mm -hmm. don't know what they're doing. They're fumbling with their dicks.
2: uh, So you got to call in two cool black cops. You
1: got to call in cool guys wearing cool fucking armor. With holding guns being badass or robots motherfuckers and stuff yep um Seymour okay that was I'm looking at the IMDB trivia there's not much after poor test screenings New Line had 15 minutes director John Hurstfeld come in and shoot some additional scenes Yep. So he shot the ending and that cemetery scene, which is the double ending. It's very weird. Yeah. It, it's the like, one ending was fine. Well, they had the, the shootout. They go back to the club, and then there's the fake El Diablo. Yeah. And then they almost ritually sacrifice Vin Diesel with a dagger or something, which is crazy. They're going to take his
2: eyeballs out. Yeah,
1: and then he's, like, fucking climbing around a Mexican sewer getting... Uh, All sorts
2: of diseases.
1: doo inside his wounds. Yep. And then he kills the guy, and then him and Lorenzo's oil walk off, and that, bang, bang the end.
2: Yeah. But then, then,
1: it's like, new ending, now we gotta go get... We're somewhere where we don't
2: need to tell you.
1: Right, and then it's like, bang, new ending, now we need our Martin Riggs at uh, his wife's gravestone scene.
2: Yep. And it goes...
0: Um, yeah.
2: It's, again, like, my thing is is that it's not... It's not, like, you know, very visually pleasing. It's a very, like... Straight to the point story for the most part. It's it's attempted a twist doesn't really hit, but god damn it, Diesel is just fucking crushing it in every scene Diesel he's does. in.
1: Diesel does carry it, but he's got sort of a ramshackle, uh, by the book film around him.
2: I Yeah, think. but he's just so entertaining that I think that's why even now yeah. I still like this movie.
1: Really, outside of Diesel, the only element that really uh, really sings to me was Timothy Oliphant. I loved his Fuck performance. Yeah. He was he's amazing. so over the top. And any scene where him and Vin were together, it was like this beautiful, uh, clash of energies where Vin had like this
0: raw, brooding, yeah,
1: brutish intensity and Timothy Oliphant, you know, it's not a role you get to see him in very often now where he, he's not, you don't think of him as a comic performer because he's done stuff like Deadwood and Justified, which, where he's very funny on Justified. Yeah. It's more of like a wry, laconic sense of humor. Yep. And, uh. Shit like this, or, or that fucking zombie show on uh, Netflix. He gets to go a
2: little over the top and act goofy. Santa Clarita died. That's a zombie show? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I've never seen it. I, I've i been... It's, it's pretty funny. Like, I only watched the first season, to check it, it out. It pretty funny. Yeah, it, I like, like him. I like Drew.
1: Well, Drew is a zombie, and they try and keep her alive or something, they start killing people and feeding them to her or some shit. Okay. Um... Oh, okay, so Vin filmed this and Knockaround, guys, before Fast and Furious and Triple X. Interesting. And so they let those come out first. So then this was like 99? I guess. I don't know. It says they were shelved for a year after the success of Fast and Furious and Triple X. Interesting. New Line felt both movies would be more successful financially with a bigger name action star attached. So they wanted his star to rise from the... And then
2: they released these hoping they would ride on that success. Right. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Which is weird because her tombstone says 2003. Yeah. So yeah. kind of uh, fitting they waited. Well, those were the reshoots, though. Well, what the first time that he went to the gravesite? Because uh, remember, mean, he goes at night after he gets right. out of the hospital.
1: Well, I mean, they could at least just throw that in as an insert or something. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Oh, okay. The song at the end was "Touch" by Seal okay <laughs> so, so this is the soundtrack full of like P.O.D. Godsmack Creed and yep. then there's this fucking seal, seal song at the end so now you know why we said it was a little out of place to
2: seal the deal yeah he did
0: yeah <laughs> nailed it baby my rolls on the grave uh, the top
1: five, five star review on Letterboxd there is none but there is a top four star review and it says love the movie love the story action humor bit drama Vin Diesel rocks
2: it's true vin diesel does rock and pat 69 cool says rough and cool four stars fuck yeah pat 69 <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my boy who was the hottest person in this movie vin diesel, vin diesel. dude oh my no god no question goatee vin hmm give it to me puffing,
1: daddy on, puffing on cigs chain smoking chain smoking wearing cool lever jackets and stuff like that
2: yep Talk. Oh. bend me over Looking daddy
1: badass as hell baby Uh, should Powers
2: Booth have been in this movie? Absolutely. He should have been,
1: to me, personally, I think, he should have been the DEA leader guy.
2: I was gonna say the DEA leader guy, or the, uh, the racist fuck that sets up the drug deal. If you couldn't get Donald Lowe. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, get Booth in that Booth could have played that. Yeah,
2: that could have worked, too. Or have Booth be big sexy.
1: Yeah, Booth in blackface. Yep. With a minigun. Yep, and a chihuahua. Wearing a wave cap. Yep. Uh, chain that says sexy. I mean, he
2: shows up smoking the big cigar to he the does. party. He does. Yeah, you know what? Very you, Booth you move. You did have
1: that big Booth energy. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you might be right on that one. I think you got it nailed down. And then, uh, finally out
2: of six Coronas, how much would you give to a man apart? Honestly, I'm gonna go with three, man. It's... I, I don't watch this movie for a good movie. I watch this movie for an amazing Vin performance. Right. And he fucking gives it to me every time. Uh, yeah.
1: Vin does bring it. I like Vin. I like uh um i did not care for the way any of it was shot but like i said i did like that filmic texture a lot of this like new digital bullshit really makes me miss just the grain of film and the the way it looked and so i like that even if the colors were completely sucked out of it um i don't know i mean just like cop cartel body armor assault rifle bullshit Very generic. in general yeah but that kind of stuff i i definitely prefer watching that to uh pretty
2: much all other things pretty much any fucking upcoming Dwayne movie give me yeah. this over that
0: yeah
1: there's like a there's a physicality and a tactility to it that you don't see in a lot of the Dwayne movies yep the only ones i could think of were like maybe the walking tall type of stuff or yeah. like snitch or faster yeah um that era of Dwayne, but nothing he's doing now. So, hey, yeah. fuck it. Neither is Vin, really. I mean, Vin's making. Well,
2: because he's got Triple X and he's right. got Fast he's got, and Furious. He's got babies to make. But now. he's got that cool comic book movie that's going to be coming out. The Bloodshots. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I,
1: I would say uh, probably two and a half for me. Okay. Which is a little lower than you, but hey. That's a half. Do? half. Half Half a Corona, that means I chugged a little more. Yeah, exactly. During uh, one, one of the boring scenes or something.
2: Yep. When they started, I don't know, talking to a guy in prison or whatever the fuck. Wouldn't it be I chugged more than you because I was a half higher? I finished a full three Coronas, you finished two and a half? Oh, I was thinking of it, I had two and a half left. Oh, Okay. Uh, yeah. So okay. we
1: started out with six Coronas each, and then you drank three of them.
2: Okay, and you got the it. worse. The movie
1: was the drunker we got, I guess. Yeah, so, that's uh, fair. All right, I like that. I don't know. For some reason, I've really been feeling like I want a
2: Heineken recently. I don't know why. Heineken's, uh, it has a place. I um, when I first moved into my apartment in Wellington Trace back when I was eighteen, uh, I had like no furniture or anything, and Michael and I just sat on the floor and crushed uh, like a twenty pack or twenty one pack or I don't know however many goddamn beers were in it of fucking heineken and then he and i both were just like puking in the bathroom the next morning Oh boy i don't know why but it's just the idea of that ice cold green bottle I yeah know. i guess you know what and that then you mentioning that kind of makes me want a rolling rock mm. rolling rock can be refreshing mm. but i don't drink anymore yep. so I can't do it no more
1: that i can't even have one fucking beer apparently Nope. According to my brain, I won't let it happen because then that means I failed. Yep. And that's just one more thing I didn't succeed at. And Vin and would be like, disappointed in you. Vin would look down on me and say, "What are you doing?" I'm
2: shaking my head. Mm-hmm. Shaking his beautiful bald you head. You didn't
0: drink a Corona. You can have any move you want. Nope. Blah, 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 blah.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right i kind of got a headache and i want to drink one of those waters now yep so we should probably get out of here and record this mini so let's do uh, it it's been real it's been fun it's been pot it's been fast i've been
2: davis i've been chance salute me familia <laughs>